0: Roman Wilson just says, bro, he's filthy. Like, his his short area quickness, his twitch, his shiftiness, like, he kind of reminds me. I wouldn't say, like, Kadarius Tony Toney coming out of college in terms of that shiftiness, but, like, I don't know. He just – he's got that, like, it factor on film. Happy Monday, Broncos country. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast and back to another edition – a mock draft Monday where we come at you guys every single Monday uh, leading up to the draft in late April we give you guys a, a seven round uh, Denver Broncos mock draft every single Monday with a full trades analysis breakdowns of every single pick and why we selected those players and why we may have traded up traded down addressing needs on the team um, if you're listening on YouTube subscribe to the channel like this video comment down below throughout this episode um, but before, without further ado before we go ahead and jump into uh, this week's uh, uh, mock Draft Monday. Have a few things to talk about. Obviously, for starters, the 2024 NFL season wrapped up last night. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Um, Taylor Swift and all all that uh, all that you know uh, fiasco is finally over for all the fans that are kind of sick and tired of uh, seeing it. Um, but unfortunately, the Chiefs have now passed the, the Broncos in Super Bowl rings. Um, they now have four. The Broncos have three tough very very tough uh d- tough week in just general for broncos country um the it was a really good game by the way kind of um you know i feel like anybody could predict could have predicted that it was going to be a close game just because it was two of the best defenses going up against each other and the biggest games of honestly their lives um so i thought andy reed called a hell of a game um Chiefs offense came to play on, you know, got the job done when they needed it most. Unfortunately, the Niners D line played a really, really good game, but Mahomes did Mahomes things and it just sucks because it does and if we're just being honest, like we're realistically being honest, they they the Chiefs do look like the start of a dynasty. I mean, three Super Bowl wins in five years, like that this is Tom Brady, New England Patriots. This is Steph Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Warriors type stuff that we're seeing in sports right now. So it sucks, man. Um, as a Broncos fan, you, you got to be you got to be realistic. Like Kelsey and Mahomes, one of the, the best duo in football. Um, so this is why uh, you guys listen listen to the show because we guys, uh, even though it may seem super unre- unrealistic, you know, of stopping the Chiefs, we're always gonna still come at you guys uh, with these uh, these pod episodes of how the Broncos can improve their roster and compete with the Chiefs. Because even though the Chiefs did win the Super Bowl. Broncos did uh, beat them once this season, pretty handedly, and then for the last I don't know how many years or so they kept it really really close with the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, like I said, man, always rough uh, senior divisional opponent, winning the Super Bowl, especially the Chiefs looking like the start of a dynasty, and then the, and then the rubbing the extra salt in the wound. I mean, John Elway handing the Lombardi to uh, the Chiefs with a smile on his face, that was just like man just another slap in the face uh i i know he probably accepted that that honor of handing the trophy thinking that it might be the the 49ers i would have been cool with him handing it to mike shanahan um obviously his legendary head coach at the denver broncos but unfortunately he had to give it to the chiefs um that obviously didn't look like a great look by any means but um it is what it is like I said, tough week for the Broncos. Um, hoping the Broncos can at least get back into the playoff contention, uh, this upcoming season. And it'll start through free agency in the draft, and that's why, um, that's why we have this mock draft lined up for you guys today, um, to uh, see how the Broncos can look for their quarterback of the future. Because I know anybody watching the playoffs in the Super Bowl this year, anybody that actually watched the games, like real realistically, knows that. A quarterback, a franchise quarterback is the main thing that's getting teams as far in the playoffs. Like, yes, defense wins championships, but I don't know. The Niners defense, they obviously at the the very end of the game, they didn't play. They obviously got cooked by uh, the Holmes and uh, Andy Reid's uh, play calling. Um, but for the most part, they played a great game, and it still came down to quarterback play. So do with that how you will, man. Uh, that, that's where I'll leave that at. Um, next, moving on from the whole Chiefs. Um, Super Bowl victory. The Broncos uh, have filled their DBs uh, coaching spot uh, by hiring former Wisconsin defensive coordinator Jim Leonard as their new DBs coach following Christian Parker's uh, sudden dismissal last week, who is now coaching with uh, former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio in Philly with the Eagles. So the Broncos hired Jim Leonard, um, very highly sought after candidate. He's talked to multiple NFL and college teams about Different positions on their staffs. Um, he even, uh, he even like was in the running for, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator job last year. So, um, where it was like the it was like the year before that something like that he was he nearly got a DC job straight out of college being the DC at, at Wisconsin so the the fact that the Broncos got him at DB's coach tells you all that you need to know um he ended up just having like an uh, um advisory role um or a senior uh, a defensive assistant role with the University of Illinois um this previous year after being a uh, DC for a few years at Wisconsin so. Um, See that was kind of like a a break year, I guess you could say, kind of like how uh, when Vic Fangio was the he was kind of like when Vic Fangio, um, w- once he got uh, fired by the Broncos, he went and took ahead uh, an advisory role with the Eagles. It was kind of a uh, quote break year for him, and then he goes over to the Eagles for the uh, excuse me the Dolphins for the DC job, then goes back to the Eagles for the DC job. This is kind of the same uh, situation. Um, with uh, Jim Leonard, except he's coming back into the he's coming to the NFL. Um, he's coming back to the NFL, but as a coach this time. Uh, former Broncos DB. Uh, for those that you guys uh, that do know, uh, played uh, around 2012 around that time. Uh, in in the orange and blue in the Mile High. Um, so he's gonna be coming back, but as a coach this time. Um, very, very good hire. Uh just the fact that he's so highly regarded by coaches and league circles um tells you all that you need to know. Um I th- I thought this is a really good hire for the Broncos, honestly. This honestly could be one of those moves where if obviously Vance Joseph's gonna stay, he would have been fired by now. But if something happens where the defense doesn't start off great this season, don't be surprised if Sean Payton has I believe personally that Sean Payton has Van Joseph on a sh- very, very short lease leash so if something does happen where the defense looks like it's not starting off great and it's looking like a repeat of 2023 start off the year do not be surprised if either there's a play calling change where jim leonard is the insurance option and he's the first one to be taking on play calling duties um, for Vance Joseph or the Broncos is straight up promote Jim Leonard to interim DC and fire VJ. If something happens, I'm not trying to put it out there that VJ is going to be a failure next year. I hope that this continuity with the, with the same players mo- for the most part will be huge and you can call a great season um, for the, you know, the entire se- entirety of 17 games instead of how it was kind of in sputters last year. Only it was really just the middle of the season where it was like really, really good defensively. but um I th- I think this is a really good hire I think the Broncos um I like how, I like how Sean Payne's going out of the box a little bit because this is the first hire it feels like besides like the Davis Webb hire and the Vance Joseph hire where Sean Payne actually goes out and gets someone that he's never worked with so I thought I thought this one was really cool and by the way Jim Leonard was like highly connected to uh Lincoln Riley's staff at USC they wanted him for defensive coordinator so Um, He is very highly respected in both the collegiate and NFL circles. Um, next, uh, according to Tom Pellicero, the Broncos are open to retaining Russell Wilson this offseason, but only under the circumstance that he'll take a, a contract restructure. I'm um, not going to talk too much about this at all. Um, I already broke it down a lot my last episode. I, I know a lot of you guys are sick of me talking about it. I don't think it's—I don't. I personally don't believe this. I don't think the Broncos want him to be back. I think the only scenario that he does come back, and this is a point zero 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 one percent chance, is if he takes like the biggest contract restructure in nfl history um but at this point I, I just don't see it like maybe if the broncos just don't fall in love with any of the quarterback options and free agency or the draft i just don't see that happening i think champagne would rather go with bo nixon jj mccarthy over us um call me crazy it may be even a, a free agent option or two who knows man he was giving some high praise to baker mayfield at the super bowl uh, media event so um take that how you will so next, let's go and jump into our draw, our mock draft uh, Monday uh, segment. Um, starting off, uh, I got some more trades for you guys this week. Um, the Broncos will be selecting in the second round in this draft once again. Um, if you guys want to check out my Mock Draft 1.0, you guys can go back to uh, the playlist on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube on the 2024 NFL Draft playlist, I'll be updating that for every Mock Draft Monday and every NFL Draft episode we have. breaking. We're also, uh, this offseason, just like we did last year, we're going to do be doing a lot more this year. We break down every single position, um, p- positional group in this draft draft and rank like our top 10 prospects top 15 prospects and like do like individual breakdowns for the, those players now uh, we already did our quarterbacks so make sure you guys check that out on the channel that me uh, Jay mac and I did um so starting off the Broncos trade down from their 12th overall pick uh to the Cincinnati Bengals. For the 18th overall pick um so i this is a good trade just because the Bengals obviously they won't be uh you know jumping up to get a quarterback because they have joe burrow so the broncos can trade down for six spots from 12 to 18 and also acquire the Bengals' 49th overall pick so a mid to late second round pick uh i i personally think this uh, this is a good trade here and they select oregon quarterback bo nix um I could have picked J.J. McCarthy here. He was on the board in the in the mock draft simulator, uh, but I thought I would go a little bit different from last week. Um, J.J. McCarthy was in our 1.0 uh, mock. I still personally think I, I, I'm getting that growing sense every day that the Broncos want McCarthy. I don't. I'm just getting that feeling. The the high processing, the IQ stance of his game, and I, I don't know. I feel like he has the tools that that could fit with Sean Payton. I'm getting that feeling that. That the Broncos are eyeing him. I could be wrong here, but um, someone who also fits really well in Sean Payne's system, Bo Nix. Um, talked a lot about him uh, in our, our draft episode the other day. Jay Mack and I... Um, I think he throws. I think he's underrated over the middle of the field. I think he's underrated under pressure. I think he gets too much hate. I'm seeing that from Broncos fans that apparently he's terrible under pressure and his footwork is awful. His footwork could be de- definitely better. He does get a little bit too comfortable in the pocket, but I don't know, man. I feel like he definitely could work out really well here. Um, his. I feel like his arm strength isn't like as great as everybody makes it out to be, but um, just attacking the middle of the field, utilizing those route runners and open space, the middle of the field and ISO situations. Like he has a, a really good understanding of what it could take to leap in immediately. In my opinion, leap into a champagne offense. He has that high football IQ, in my opinion. Where day one he could start developing and under champagne, the time he arrives in the building, learning that playbook. I feel like he's he has a smarts just like uh, just like a JJ McCarthy in that that twelve to eighteen range in this draft where the Broncos can take that quarterback, groom them from day one, training camp, OTAs, and make them a starter at, at, whenever they want to see. I, I pref- preferably would say week one, um, just because that's how I feel. Um, you know, not every quarterback, but I feel like first round quarterback should start week one personally, but. Um, Let me know what you guys think in the comments about this pick. Um, The Broncos pick up their franchise quarterback of the future by only trading down six spots um, and acquiring a second-round pick in the process. So um, I think this is realistic, too. Call me crazy. I think this trade's realistic. Um, I don't remember who the Bengals traded up to select in this mock draft, but um, we we have seen in recent years where teams get very, very desperate just to trade up a few spots to pick a player that they really, really want. Um, and the Bengals, they—it's looking like from reports we're hearing that uh, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins will be walking this offseason. So looking like they're going to need a, a wide receiver across from Jamar Chase. So that they, they could be uh, trading up uh, potentially with the Broncos for a wide receiver there. Who knows uh, who may fall there. But next, uh, with the 49th overall pick that the Broncos uh, acquired via that trade, um, I have them selecting Ennis Rakestraw Jr., cornerback out of Missouri. I know this one's not as realistic as the other one just because Rakestraw, I've been seeing everybody and their grandma project Rakestraw to be drafted by the packers in the first round the late first round but you never know he could fall he did have an acl injury in 2021 there could be some injury concerns there by teams we have seen cornerbacks fall pretty pretty far in the draft uh Rakeshaw Rick, could be one of those and if, if he did fall God Almighty, please trade the farm for this guy. I I really really like Rick Straw's, uh juniors tape out of uh, Missouri. Man, this dude's a stud, lockdown corner. Only one pick in college, but that's because he does he, he does his damn job like PS two. Where quarterbacks don't really want to throw his way. Um, he's just excellent excellent uh man and zone coverage you can really rely on him in both but he does uh tend to excel more in uh man coverage uh press man just like uh, ps2 i mean it's just a match made in heaven in my opinion i like this guy's film a lot um he does have a little bit of a slim frame but i don't think that'll be much of an issue going into the pros um his tackling is just so elite like you look at everything that this guy brings to the table i would not be surprised if he ends up being a first round pick but He's such an upgrade over Damari Mathis and Fabian Moreau and whoever else you want to name in the uh, the Broncos depth chart below PS two. Like he would be such an excellent pairing. The Broncos wouldn't even have to worry about addressing corner free agency. Um, as long as this this dude can stay healthy in the pros, he's gonna be a stud, man. I I'll pull this clip up when he's making plays in the NFL. Like. I I really couldn't find much flaws in his game. Honestly, he's he's such a smart corner too. His intelligence, man. He he sees plays coming before the quarterback knows what where he's gonna throw the ball. Like th- this guy's gonna be a, a, an effing stud, dude. I'm I'm telling y'all. Um, I think at 49, this is massive value for the Broncos. This is I with the Matryosh simulator that I use. I kind of felt not great about putting this in my mock draft. Um, just because it's not super realistic, he falls to 49. But like I said. Uh, we've seen crazier players, uh, fall in the draft. So, um, we'll see, uh, th- this man, this would be such an excellent addition to Denver's secondary. Next, I have the Broncos with the 92nd overall pick. I have them selecting in the third round, uh, Roman Wilson, um, uh, wide receiver out of Michigan, another trade here. The Broncos trade down again. Um, I have the Broncos trading the 81st overall pick. Uh, and pick 209 in the second or the, excuse me the sixth round. Um, for the Detroit Lions, pick a 90 second overall pick in the third round. Uh, pick 206 in the sixth round and pick 246 in the seventh round. So to recap, the Broncos are trading down um, nine spots to acquire a sixth and seventh round pick and then also uh, swap that. So they're swapping sixth round picks. They're acquiring a seventh round pick, and they're also trading down 11 picks to select Roman Wilson out of Michigan. Um, A lot of you guys know Roman Wilson absolutely balled out at the senior bowl, plays after play, was one of, if not, J.J. McCarthy's best weapons at Michigan. Um, Incredible, incredible player. Uh, Very, very sneaky fast. Um, uh, this is You're going to see me in a lot of these mock drafts just emphasize speed just because I feel like that's f- – speed and physicality are the two biggest things the Broncos are missing. The Broncos need some damn dogs this offseason, and Roman Wilson could be one of them. Um, The Broncos, a lot of people I'm seeing are very conflicted and disputed between this on the, the Broncos receiving situation is like, okay, so if the Broncos do keep Judy and Sutton – um is the is the receiver room still an issue some people say it's not an issue it was all on rust last year some people believe that um while it was on rust last year the broncos do need to add to the room i am i'm on team b i feel like the broncos do i'm just me personally i'm not fine with david Sills, little jordan humphrey as like your 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 options if marvin mims or sutton or judy get hurt and tim patrick I love the guy, but he's coming off a torn Achilles. We don't know how that pro- that recovery process is is going and how well he's going to look coming off that, that back-to-back uh, non-contact injuries uh, in his lower leg. So um, hoping the guy has a great season. I think he will have uh, a pretty good season. So the Broncos, though, after watching these playoffs, they got to add some more wide receiver talent. I feel like you got to do that every year, anyways, me personally. Um, and there's a lot of good receiver talent in this draft. You might as well get your hands on one of these guys. Roman Wilson just says, bro, he's filthy. Like his, his short area quickness, his twitch, his shiftiness. Like he kind of reminds me, I wouldn't say like Kadarius Tony coming out of college in terms of that shiftiness, but like i don't know he just he's got that like it factor on film if that makes sense um 22 years old i feel like he could be a starter right away even being just a third round projected uh you know draft pick um i think even if the broncos do keep son and judy this would be such an uh an excellent addition even with marvin mims still looking to have a role um like i said the route running the speed he, he'll, he'll just add so many elements to the broncos receiving room that the broncos are missing right now so um, I like this pick a lot. Um, he's obviously on the smaller side, but I think this could be like a stretch to field um, vertical threat type guy, but also using him in the, like the short to intermediate space, like how Sean Payton loves to use his uh, speedy receivers um, in open space. So I think Roman Wilson would be an excellent fit on the Broncos offense. Next, I have in the fifth round, the Broncos selecting um, Dallin Holker, the tight end out of Colorado State. I have Holker staying in Colorado, staying home uh, in the fifth round with the Broncos' original pick. Um, I think this is another another vertical weapon the Broncos could add to their receiving room. Um, I think the tight end has to be uh, um, you know emphasis going into this draft. I don't necessarily want the Broncos to address that in um, free agency, uh, if it's anybody else other than Hunter Henry. But... I think I think this will be a really good um pick for the Broncos. I mean, he's 6 foot 4. Sean Payne loves those tall tight ends that can go up top, make catches when the quarterback needs him to. Um he could be a massive red zone threat for the, for Denver as well. Um he, he's on t- film, he doesn't look super fast, but he is, he's pretty he's pretty quick. Um, a lot of people don't know. Um, the blocking ability as well. I think this could be something that like Sean Payton sees in him that where he's 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 comfortable enough to let Adam Trotman walk or maybe even cut uh Chris Mannhertz, I don't think will happen, but you never know. Um the Broncos could save two million, two point one million by cutting uh Mannerts. So this is one where I think the Broncos comfortably let Trotman walk they draft uh Dallin Holker in the, the fifth round he's gonna add that vertical threat type ability he's very reliable has great hands um hardly dropped any passes um credible in both run and pass protection great at the point of attack I think this could be an excellent addition um he kind of gives me that I want to say Jimmy Graham vibes in New Orleans but um just in terms of like the length and build um and what he brings in terms of reliability I think uh, Sean Payton would love Dallin Holker a lot this, this pick just makes too much sense man I I, de- I definitely could see the Broncos uh, going with Holker in the fifth. Next, staying in the fifth round, the Broncos select Mason Smith, defensive tackle at LSU. Uh, just like Ennis Rakestraw, I think this is a little bit uh, unrealistic, just because he is projected in the third or fourth round range. But in the simulator I did use, he did fall. Um, you never know, he could fall. But honestly, the, I, I I would be lying to you guys if I said this one isn't super realistic. It, it you know isn't super realistic. Um, He's 21 years old, a uh, very young player. He has the speed that I emphasize a lot with these draft picks. Um, His length, his motor, I think will be great for Denver's interior. Um, The Broncos got to get younger. They're probably cutting DJ Jones. They're probably letting Mike Purcell walk. You got to come away with at least one interior defensive lineman in this draft um, just to help rebuild that unit. Um, Mason Smith, a stud, man. The Broncos could find some serious value with this pick. Um, But like I said, wouldn't be surprised if his his – is uh, draft stocks going to rise um, from now up until a uh, draft time in li- uh, late April next. And uh. Round six, I have the Broncos selecting with the 206th overall pick, Quentin Newsome, cornerback out of Nebraska. He's a corner safety hybrid. Um, This offseason, the Broncos, or Kareem Jackson, has already signed with the Texans. Caden Stearns is coming off a torn ACL. Uh, DTY, Delarn Turner-Yale, had a very, very, very disappointing season. I want to be surprised if he doesn't make the roster. And then P.J. Locke is set to become an unrestricted free agent. So the Broncos got to find some safety help in this draft um, and a free agency as well. Um, even if PJ Locke does come back as well, even if he does resign, Broncos still got to find some help. Um, so Quint Newsom could be an option here. He's gonna be very, he's gonna be developmental piece. He's 22 years old. He has that speed and quickness and that very, very physical play style that I think the Broncos need to emphasize in this draft. Like I mentioned early on, the physicality Broncos secondary needs it just because the way they got beat up on by a lot of uh, receivers this this season um even though he'll be a sixth round pick kind of take him a while to actually polish his coverage uh at the nfl level um i think this could be a good developmental piece and um we all know van joseph doesn't like playing rookie defenders anyway so it's not like we have to worry about him being a liability as a sixth round pick so Next, uh, to recap, or to uh, cap off, excuse me, this uh, mock draft 2.0, I have the Broncos selecting with their 7th round pick at pick 2 to 46 via that trade from early on. I have them selecting Al Walcott Jr., safety out of Arkansas, the former Baylor transfer. I have him selected in the 7th round. He had 171 tackles, 11 pass breakups, 7 interceptions, and 2 pick 6s in college. Pretty nice resume. He has really, really good ball skills for uh, a day 3 projected pick, uh, 7th round projected pick, let alone. Um, I think his size and length. They'll definitely have some teams like interested in him. Um, I just, I just look back to Cameron Curl with the Washington Commanders, who got selected um, out of the University of Arkansas, uh, who ended up becoming a very uh, a late round gem out of Arkansas, and now like a perennial like near Pro Bowler for uh, the Commanders. So um, I think the Broncos they could strike gold with this pick. Who knows? It's seventh round pick, so it's not the end of the world if the pick doesn't hit. Um, but with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you're listening on YouTube, as I mentioned in the beginning the episode, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, very appreciated, guys. Um, the NFL offseason is officially underway. Uh, no football for the next six months, man. It's very unfortunate, but you still got our podcast to uh, to uh, listen and look forward to. So all of the listeners, supporters, man, I, I really do appreciate you, you guys listening all the way to the end of the episode. Love all your support. Um, you guys are always appreciated in your comments. Um, do not go unnoticed. Um, and with that being said, I'm your host, Amir Farrell. Till the next episode, peace out, everybody.